Welcome to Coffee with Christ. I'm your host, Nicole Jones, and you are listening to episode 14. If you're new here, you might want to go back and listen to the introduction episode so you can get the gist of what this podcast is all about and my hope for our time together. But this is the place where we set everything down, read some scripture, and listen to what God might be trying to say to us through His Word. Hopefully, it's a time marked on your calendars each day. If not, you have come to a great place to start. These episodes are around 15 minutes, and the plan is to post them every workday until we get to the end of Genesis. If you need more time on any given section, just hit pause. Remember, not rushing is what makes this time with Him more beautiful. Okay, let's get started by taking a deep breath, by releasing the stresses of the day, and by being still. Tell God what is keeping you up at night. What thoughts keep your mind swirling when you really need to rest? Father God, thank you for this day and this time for us to sit and listen for your Spirit to stir in our hearts. We know that your ways are not our ways, and your thoughts are not like ours. Will you teach us to hear your Spirit as it stirs us to live and to move and to have our being? Will you teach us that we are your children with a Father full of unfailing love and boundless forgiveness? Will you meet with us as we wait? Yesterday, we saw Abram and Sarah backtrack from Egypt to a place of worship. We listened as Abram separated from Lot in order to keep the peace, and we heard God make a promise to Abram to bless him with land and descendants as numerous as the dust on the earth. 
let's continue with his story in Genesis chapter 14. Warning, I am going to slaughter some names today. It's going to happen. Thanks for hanging with me. About this time, war broke out in the region. King Amraphael of Babylonian, King Arioch of Elisar, King Kedolamar of Elam, and King Tidal of Goim fought against the King Bera of Sodom, King Bersha of Gomorrah, King Shinab of Adma, King Shemeber of Zobim, and the King of Bela, also called Zoar. This second group of kings joined forces in Siddam Valley, that is the Valley of the Dead Sea. For twelve years they had been subject to King Ketalomar, but in the thirteenth year they rebelled against him. One year later, Ketalomar and his armies arrived and defeated the Raphaites of Ashtarah Karnaim, the Zuzites of Ham, the Emites of Shaveh Kiriatham, and the Horites of Mount Zire as far as El Paran at the edge of the wilderness. Then they turned back and came to En Mispat, now called Kadesh, and conquered all the territory of the Amalekites and also the Amorites living in Hazazon Tamar. Then the rebel kings of Sodom, Gomorrah, Adma, Zoim, and Bela, also called Zoar, prepared for battle at the Valley of the Dead Sea. They fought against King Ketalomar of Elam, King Tidal of Goim, King Amraphel of Babylonia and King Arioch of Elazar, four kings against five. As it happened, the valley of the Dead Sea was filled with tar pits, and as the armies of the king of Sodom and Gomorrah fled, some fell into the tar pits, while the rest escaped into the mountains. The victorious invaders then plundered Sodom and Gomorrah and headed for home, taking with them all the spools of war and the food supplies. They also captured Lot, Abram's nephew, who lived in Sodom, and carried off everything he owned. But one of Lot's men escaped and reported everything to Abram, the Hebrew, who was living near the oak grove belonging to Mamre, the Amorite. Mamre and his relatives Eshcol and Aner were Abram's allies. When Abram heard that his nephew Lot had been captured, he mobilized 318 trained men who had been born into his household. Then he pursued Ketalomar's army until he caught up with them at Dan. There he divided his men and attacked during the night. Ketalomar's army fled, but Abram chased them as far as Hobah near Damascus. Abram recovered all the goods that had been taken, and he brought back his nephew Lot with his possessions and all the women and other captives. After Abram returned from his victory over Ketalomar and all his allies, the king of Sodom went out to meet him in the valley of Shaveh. This is the king's valley. And Melchizedek, the king of Salem and a priest of God Most High, brought Abram some bread and wine. Melchizedek blessed Abram with this blessing. Blessed be Abram by God Most High, creator of heaven and earth. And blessed be God Most High, who has defeated your enemies for you. Then Abram gave Melchizedek a tenth of all the goods he had recovered. The king of Sodom said to Abram, Give back my people who were captured, but you may keep for yourselves all the goods you have recovered. Abram replied to the king of Sodom, I solemnly swear to the Lord God Most High, creator of heaven and earth, that I will not take so much as a single thread or sandal thong from what belongs to you. Otherwise, you might say, I am the one who made Abram rich. I will accept only what my young warriors have already eaten, 
and I request that you give a fair share of the goods to my allies, Aner, S. Cole, and Mamrie. May God bless the reading and hearing of His Word. Did anything in your life come to mind as you listened to this chapter? Do you know someone living in captivity? Does the enemy seem too large to conquer them because others have failed? Tell God what is on your heart today. Abram was able to conquer those who captured Lot, even though five armies couldn't do it. What does that teach you about God and who He is? How might this help you see your circumstance in a new light? In the end, Abram wouldn't take any of the spoils of war for himself. Why do you think that is, and how might this apply to your life? Use these next few minutes to ease back into your day. The world will wait just a few more minutes.
Lord of angel armies. We thank you for your all-sufficient grace and bow before you in awe of who you are and what you have done. May we become people who boast not in our accolades, but in our weaknesses. Help us be content with insults, with distresses, with persecutions, with difficulties, because your power is made perfect in our weakness. Thank you for rescuing us time and time again from the hands of the enemy. Amen. Thanks for listening to this 14th episode of Coffee with Christ. If you like what we do here, please pass it along to your friends or leave a comment for future listeners. Have a great day and be sure to tune in tomorrow for our next episode.